0: For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark DiDicci. You're listening to Daybreak. This weekend, the Speaker of the House issued an ultimatum, tributes popped up after a teacher was killed in France, and U.S. voters turned out in record numbers weeks before Election Day. It's Monday, October 19th. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that she's imposing a 48-hour deadline for the Trump administration to come to an agreement with House Democrats on a coronavirus stimulus bill before the upcoming election. While Pelosi conceded that the two parties have been coming closer to an agreement, she criticized the White House for pushing back against the Democrats' attempts to establish a plan for COVID-19 testing and contact tracing nationwide. She noted in an interview Sunday that the White House has made subtle changes to the language of a previous agreement that might weaken its ability to combat the pandemic, such as replacing the words strategic plan with strategy and requirements with recommendations. In the Senate, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has scheduled votes on stimulus measures that are much smaller than what the White House and Democrats are proposing. It remains unclear whether Senate Republicans would support any eventual agreement if the Trump administration and House Democrats were to reach one. Tributes and free speech demonstrations have broken out in France after 47-year-old history teacher Samuel Patty was murdered in a Paris suburb on Friday. A suspect, an 18-year-old Russian refugee, took credit for the murder on Twitter and was killed by French police later that day. Paddy's killing was motivated by his use of cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad in a class exercise on freedom of expression. The cartoons he showed were caricatures published in the French satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo. The same cartoons also motivated a 2015 terrorist attack on that magazine's headquarters, and Paddy's class lesson was referencing the ongoing trial in that case. French leaders, including President Emmanuel Macron, have denounced Patty's murder and extolled the values of education and freedom of expression. The murder has also prompted anti-immigrant and anti-Islam sentiment in the country, with demonstrators carrying signs saying no to Islamization. We still have over two weeks to go before election day in the US, but more than 26 million Americans have already cast their ballots in the upcoming election, a total that's over six times higher than the number of ballots cast at the same time in 2016. The immense increase in turnout is likely due to the pandemic and health concerns about voting in person, a record 40% of voters plan to or have already voted by mail. But states have also seen record turnout in early in-person voting, suggesting high levels of voter enthusiasm. In Georgia and Texas, voters waited in line for hours to cast their ballots on the first days of open polls. Democratic candidates seem to have a big advantage among ballots already cast, with an estimated 53% of voters being registered Democrats, compared to only 36% Republicans. However, experts expect that this advantage in turnout will not hold, as Republican voters report being less concerned about the coronavirus and more likely to vote in person on election day. In other headlines, two deadlines set by the Department of Education have passed for Princeton to provide relevant documents in the DOE's ongoing racial discrimination investigation into the university. The Daily Princetonian was unable to determine whether or not the university had complied with those deadlines. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer reiterated her criticism that President Trump is encouraging domestic terrorism threats after his supporters chanted, lock her up, at his rally in the state. Whitmer was recently the target of a foiled domestic terrorist plot and former Vice President Joe Biden maintains a steady lead in the polls, but his campaign manager, Jen O'Malley-Dillon, cautioned his supporters that the campaign believes the election is closer than the national dialogue suggests. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Jack Anderson and produced on the 144th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark DiDici. Have a wonderful day.